You're listening to the Not So Bad Podcast with Patrick Jensen and Matt McLaren, where we talk about living with blindness and all the shenanigans that surround it. Hi, I'm Pat, this is Matt, and we are from the Not So Bad Podcast, where this is episode four. Look out. They reckon that any podcast that gets over 10 episodes is like in the 97th percentile of podcasts, because most podcasts don't get... Past episode 10. Oh. So we're not there yet. <laughs> ways to go. <laughs> You've seen more statistics than I have. I haven't seen anything like that. But. I also got an email from a random guy today, um, Carlos. Uh, if you're out there, Carlos, listening to us, good on you, man, for sending me those auto-generated statistics that when 49th in the or 48th in the how-to charts in Apple Podcasts Australia. Hey. I don't think it's real. <laughs> I well, at, I'll take that. Mate. I looked at the categories and I couldn't find how to. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it might be made up. I mean, if that's real, I'll take it. That's sweet. I mean, yeah, so there you are. There's some And there's if some people are genuinely taking how to from us, I'm sorry. Yeah, probably how not to is the category <laughs> we should be in. How are you, Pat? I'm good, Matt. How are you doing? I, I'm good. I must apologise for episode three's tardiness. Mm-hmm. It was mostly on me. Um, look, our holiday I no, spoke about in the last... Excuse me? It wasn't on you. It, it mostly was. I didn't finish the edit because um, we went away on holidays, as I spoke about in the previous episode. But then Matt didn't want to come home, so he booked an extra night and then came home and got slammed with <laughs> all the work. Should have come over the day earlier like I planned. I would have time to do everything. But anyway... It's all well, right. I could have done the on holidays, but I'm not. Yeah, we're here now. Not we're, um, I think we're a month into spring now. It's been very. I'm oh, not the weather again. Let's not do this. Christ Let's get man. into it. Come on, no weather. Back to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> no weather. Gone. No, no weather. There's How no... was your holiday, man? Uh, it was actually really good. Um, it was the best uh, trip we've we've done. We go to Tea Gardens once a year, but it's the best trip we've done with Owen since he's been born. Like he's just that age now, where he's just get stuff and he's just keen to do everything and he loved riding around on his scooter and just could play independently a little bit more than than uh, he has previously and yeah it was just good trip that's why I didn't want to come home you know that's very understandable I know what it is but the Bolter XBA at the Tea Gardens pub tastes better than any other Bolter XBA ever Ooh. I'm just on holidays and it tastes like holidays holiday beers but Pat you've had a you've had a big few weeks. I have. Um, a lot's changed I for have. young Patrick, and what's we hear changed? all about this in this, all about that in this episode. I've hit puberty. <laughs> You're a big boy. No, I've um. <laughs> so I've the last few months have been pretty wild. I've I've been going through some employment agencies to try and find some work. After taking a bit of time from my past career as an athlete, and it's not easy finding work. It's it's pretty wild finding work as it a person with a vision impairment. But in the last few weeks since the last episode... Don't give it all away. Don't give it all away yet. We're going to build up to this, yeah? What? Otherwise it'll all tune out. <laughs> I have found a job! Hey, a round of fake applause for Pat. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's our pleasure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so we're going to get into that a bit today. We're going to cover a few things today. A bit of a bit of a um, 
segmented podcast, and if I've worked out how to put in chapter markers by the time I upload this, you'll actually be able to skip around, <laughs> which is fun, isn't it? Um, I keep seeing the thing, like when we up- upload the podcast, like, ah, next time. But this one I really think I should, so. So everyone's um, going to skip the intros from now on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're basically eight minutes of These waffle. guys aren't funny. They think they're funny, but they're not very funny, especially that Mac guy. Why does he talk about the weather? Um. <laughs> All right, before we get to the meat of the episode, we're going to get into just a couple of little quick titbits. Tidbits is what it is. <laughs> we're going to get into. Okay, so first up, iOS 17 um, for iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, HomePod, your, your fridge, I don't know, came out uh, for us. It was uh, a day or two ago. Um, but for when this comes out, it'll be a week or two ago. Uh, great update. Um, lots of cool things in there. And I'm going to touch really quickly on a couple of accessibility things because I think they're really cool. Um, some really cool stuff come to the Magnifier app, um, which is a really useful app already. Uh, it does people detection, door detection. Do you know about this, Pat? No, I don't know anything about this new update. Firstly, so you said it was the iOS 17? Yes, correct. Yeah. Cool. So it came out on September 19, I want to say. Okay. So it should be available um, for most modern phones. Um, the Magnifier app's had some cool stuff in it for the last couple of years already, like door detection and people detection, um, which is, you know, it'll tell you, like, as you walk along, if you hold your phone up, it'll be like, there's a door in two meters and it swings inwards and it's got a handle on the right-hand side, okay. uh, which is mad. Have so tried- I've never tried that. So is that... A magnifying app that you go into with like a camera. So it's actually the it's a separate app completely. So it's called Magnifier. Okay. Um, I don't know if it comes pre-installed or not. Yeah. Right. Um, because might like it, it magnifies stuff too. Like I don't that'd be probably handy for low vision. Mm. Um, but then it's got like these detection modes, and then some new ones have been added. So you've got door detection, um, people detection. It tells you how far people are away from you which is handy back in the COVID days. Um, uh, but the new ones that are added are text detection, which is mad. Mm. Out of all the apps I've used for like reading text, it's super fast. Um, and like it uses the inbuilt machine learning, uh, magic's iPhone stuff uh, that, you know, you point your phone towards something that starts reading the text out loud instantly. It's so it's all on done on device. So there's no like delay for uploading to the internet or anything. Um, which, which going back to our prior episode that get gets rid of the awkwardness of asking your first date to read out the menu because oh well Patrick I've got a little treat for you whoa uh, which I'm going to get to but you're right it does but the problem with things like that is that they they dump a lot of text in your face at once and you can't still navigate through it if you read a whole page with it then you can't go back and like navigate by line or or paragraph or whatever to, or word yeah. to find the bit you want. Um, so it's a lot of, lot of data at once, but it is still handy for reading, you know, like I read what bus was coming up the other day, even though I knew what it was. It's like 11. So it's oh. that quick, like a yeah, bus it's super fast. That's great. Uh, it's not like the, you know, that lag you have where things are uploading to online and, and, you know, doing all that. And the other really cool feature, which I haven't really had a chance to check out properly yet, um, is called point and speak or point to speak or something to that effect. And basically what you do is you point at, say, a button on, I don't know, say, your microwave, and it will read out the label on that button. Yeah. Which is a super cool feature. 
Um, especially things like, I don't know. TV remotes. TV remotes. Our washing machine is the most inaccessible garbage. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so good because like, <laughs> when I got it, it had like dials and buttons and stuff, but unbeknownst to me, there's touch buttons all around the actual physical buttons. And depending on what the dial, which is a comp- continuous dial, so you don't know where it's actually at, what it's set to, all of those buttons serve different functions. Yeah. So it's a bloody nightmare. Anyway. What so- about this? This is a challenge. Go on. What about a vending machine? Do you think it could detect what item you want in the vending machine? You know what? We should, we should find one and try it. Yeah, because that's I know that's something that I've struggled with <laughs> that I've never brought up with anyone because it's ridiculous. Being at like it's a like train ha- station or airport and you really <laughs> want a snack, you really want your pork crackling or something, and it's, you know, it's C12. You have no idea what it is again. and... You don't know what number it is. You don't know what number to press to get into it. Okay. Do you think an app like this could help with that? All right. Let's give it a red hot go. Help with that. Let's give it a try. (laughs) I'm pretty excited by that. Um, So, yeah, there's a couple other – there's loads. And, look, there's plenty of blogs and articles out there doing a better job at describing the new features than I ever will. But but I I thought those two features were particularly cool, and it's actually a really stable update from my usage. So I highly recommend you get onto it. It's got some cool other features on there as well. Um, we're just going to run through a couple of apps real quick too, which uh, we're finding really cool at the moment. And this is a little little segment we might come back to as we find more cool apps because apps are cool. There's an app for everything. What was the saying? There's an app for that. That was the thing back in 2010. <laughs> oh, give me a rest. Give me a break. We should make that the entrance to this this uh, segment. <laughs> there's an app for that. <laughs> so there's an app that I've been using a bit lately and I've just told Matt about it. Um, so he doesn't really know anything about it yet, but it's called plant in. And for anybody that's got somewhat of a green thumb, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a free app that uses the camera on your phone where it, it scans any plant or fungus or anything that you're interested in. It will detect and actually read out what it is through voiceover. It's accessible with voiceover. And tell you what plant it is. It'll give you instructions on how to look after it, if it's doing well or anything like that. It's it's one of the cool apps I've had. Or so hang on. So you take a photo of a plant, and it'll identify the plant based on the photo. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. It'll, so you just hold. It's like Shazam for plants. It is literally like that. You hold <laughs> your cam, like your phone just in the general direction of that plant. And it doesn't even have to be specific on a, a flower or a leaf or anything. And it'll, it'll just scan it. It'll just tell you the name of the plant, how to look after it, if it's doing well. <laughs> Do they have that for kids? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> is, is this kid looking healthy? <laughs> yeah. so he's had Why too many chips. Water? Are you pl- you're planting a garden? What are you doing? So I, I just love gardening. I have a big vegetable garden at home where I am looking after that and getting everything going and I just have an interest of plants so even if you just see a cool flower or bush or something on the side of the road if you happen to be on the side of the road or a park or wherever you may be <laughs> you go, that looks cool that smells good that's a good plant you could um scan it and it'll tell you and that's mad. Yeah. I I found a very similar app which I haven't tried, but it it's it's accessible. But um, it 
listen to this is so random. You listen to bird sounds and like it'll identify birds based on their sounds. Which I thought was quite cool. It's like Shazam yeah. for birds. That's what we want, isn't it? And yeah. what's it called? Uh, it's called Merlin Bird ID. And all these apps we'll put in the show notes with links and stuff. Um honestly I haven't used it out in the wild. Not many birds live in where I live. Um and some crazy birds out there's some, crazy, there's some there's some strange characters, but no birds. Is it like voiceover accessible? Yeah, very. Yeah, cool. Yeah, very accessible. So but yeah, the app I want to show you, Pat, which is the is really cool, is uh you would have heard of it before, quite possibly called Be My Eyes. And basically the original concept of Be My Eyes was to uh connect you with a volunteer who could see through your phone's camera. Uh, kind of like Ira. It's like Ira, okay. Yeah, so, uh, and they could tell you what's going on and help you find your undies. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> or is she, what did you say in the last episode? I need help my finding belt. my belt. <laughs> 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 I don't even understand what that means. You see my credit card? <laughs> um, so, is this an NDIS covered? It's free. No way. Yeah, bro. So, but that's not even the cool bit. I mean, that's great, whatever. But the really cool bit is they've just released a new feature on it called Be My AI. See what they did there? See that play on words that they managed to come up with That's there? a bit cheeky. I don't really get it myself. I don't understand. So what it is is um, keep going. I don't understand. <laughs> I'll never understand it. Any hoops. You take a photo of something around you or any particular thing and it puts spits it into GBT for, uh, for those following along at home. Chat, chat GBT being... What it is, if you haven't used it, well, it's, yeah, I'm not going to explain it to you. Go Google it. Uh, but using GPT-4, which is the, the latest engine, so they say, um, and it will describe the picture in vivid detail like no other app has ever done before. So oh, yeah. whether it be a, a landscape or a, whatever, a person or a, a chart or a, like a table or a graph, it will describe it so well. In fact, I will... Uh, pause for a second, find a photo, and let's just do a little quick live demo because it's phenomenal. All right, so I'm going to take a, I've just gone into the Be My Eyes app, tapped um, down the bottom, one of the tabs is Be My AI. I still don't get that. Anyway, um, I'm going to take a photo of Pat. Take picture. And it did that. Should have made a sound, but it's. It's, and it's having to think. There's a bit of a think for a second. Analyzing picture, please wait. How dare you? What are we waiting for? The picture shows a man sitting on a brown leather couch. He has long red hair that is slicked back and a beard. He is wearing a black t-shirt and light gray shorts. He is smiling and giving the thumbs up with his right hand. He has a silver ring on his thumb and is wearing a silver earring in his left ear. He has a tattoo on his left arm which appears to be a design of some sort. Behind him, there is a black guitar case leaning against the wall with a striped pattern. That is nuts because Matt's not even... It's not even a guitar, it's a guitar case. Well, that's a set of guitar case, yeah. And I don't have the ring on my thumb. It's on my finger. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I have jeans on. But that is insane. I mean, based on my probably very out-of-focus, like, out-of-focus shot. Well, it wouldn't have had anything below my knee, so yeah, how did sure. it go? So I took, I uploaded a photo of Owen um, climbing up some, like, play equipment and stuff at a park. And it described the buildings in the background. It described what Owen was wearing. He's, like, leopard print shorts. And um and like a a shirt with it, a kind of designer had on it, but it it did to get the design. It was like it might have been the Disneyland castle or something, and it got that. And it explained that it was he was facing away from the photo because he's climbing up monkey bars, 
that level of detail is insane. And then I could query certain things like what's the, what's involved in the climbing frame. And it told me all about like, there's a slide on the left and there's this and that and the other. And it's a, like, it told me about the sky and it, it just, that level of contextual information has never been anywhere close to that before. No. And that like, it blows my mind about just what it did then. Cause that guitar in the background that it talks about, it's maybe five to 10 inches of the neck of a guitar case. So it's not even like a full guitar shape. It's a black case that, that yeah. it doesn't make sense why it should know that. That's a bit freaky. Um, amazing stuff. So highly recommend that. It's free, guys. Like, you know, put it on your phone. It's fun. Do it. Um, and you can upload your own photos from your gallery, obviously, and you can um, uh, share anything that, like, if you get sent a photo or something, you can just dump it into be my eyes and it'll it'll upload it to the AI and do that. So really, really cool stuff. And that's that's all the apps I think we have for today. Uh, and like I said, they'll all be in the show notes and it will be a good time. Anything else to say about apps? Have you updated your phone? I have it on automatic updates and I don't know if it's done that or not. Matt, I don't know what the differences are of the updates phone, from iOS 4 to now. <laughs> He's still on for. My phone works. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So as we alluded to early in the in the piece, uh, Pat's had a pretty tumultuous, tumultuous. That's a good word, Matt. And churro based three months since <laughs> um, putting the um, Paralympics on hold for the time being. It's a huge thing that you know blind people have to face, and I, I read a stat. Another stat. Well, I'm all about the stats. I'm all about stats these days, Stat man. man. Stat man. Stat Matt is what they call me. Um, <laughs> can you, come on, a bit more laughter, please. Can I help me out here, man? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very good. All right. I like it. As you were. Um, uh, I don't know what the stats are in Australia, which isn't super helpful, but in the US, 80% of people with a visual impairment are unemployed, which is horrifying. It's so bad. And, like, there's no reason they should be unemployed. No. Like, the, I'm sure the majority of them are more than capable of of doing a job. Um, and probably a, a lot more complicated job than people would expect, but uh, based on all sorts of different things, whether it be discrimination or, or you know, bias or prejudice or just yeah. whatever, it, it beats people down and they don't, you know, they don't keep looking because... Why would you keep applying if you keep getting told no? I suppose that, yeah. that's probably a big part of it, I imagine. And, like, the the thing is, like, as a visually impaired person or blind person, applying just for your random jobs isn't quite as easy as what it sounds. You can apply for, for a job at Macca's at 15 years old like every other kid, but you're probably not going to get it over all the other kids because they've got vision. Are their touchscreens accessible? Are there, like... Tills accessible, the FPOS systems accessible? None of it is. No, most likely not. It hasn't been thought of. And, and why would they hire you over someone that can see? It, this is the it thing. doesn't really make sense. So, in a later episode, we're going to get right into that um, because there's a lot to talk about there. And we've got some wonderful guests we're going to bring on who have their own perspective and, and opinions and that sort of thing on, on this topic. And I think, uh, but on that, speaking of, you know, issues. Let's talk to Pax. He's a bloody issue, isn't he? Um, Quite the issue. <laughs> so, um, so, so Pat, give us a bit of rundown. So you came back from overseas in June, April? 
So yeah, I, I flew back in April, end of March, and didn't really know what I was going to do at that point. I didn't didn't really have any ideas on if I was trying to look for a job or what the situation was with skiing. And I ended up taking a bit of time from skiing, which is looking like a year or not too sure yet what that looks like. But I thought I might I might need to find a job because you know it's hard to afford rent, inflation, and everything. <laughs> cost of living. Cost of living. And is that just because you just wanted a break from the old Olympic schedule, which I'm sure is quite, quite um, full on rigorous. Yeah. A break. Yeah. Needed a break um, from certain things with it, and my body was begging for a break. So soft. I know, soft. But it's nice to be be here in Newcastle, getting sunburnt and hanging out. Well, you would have had a summer for a few years, would you? It's been a while. It's been a while since I've had a hot summer. The one summer that I was home in the last kind of 10 or so years that I've been competing, it was El Nino or something. <laughs> it was like raining every day and not that hot. So it's pretty nice to be back in this. So after kind of figuring out that I wanted some time off, I thought I'm going to try and find a bit of work. So I approached some employment agencies, like disability employment agencies. So they help people with disabilities find work and train you up for whatever work you're interested in doing. But once I met up with them, you know, they they showed signs of wanting to help me and were interested in getting me to where I wanted to go. But I found out pretty quickly that it wasn't really in their best interest to actually get me a job and get me to afford my rent as quick as I can. That it definitely wasn't on the top of their list. They they kind of pushed me to the back of their priority list of certain things by just saying you might need to go get this sorted out first and you need to do this sort of thing first. So they sent me on a bit of a wild goose chase, which ended up just driving me nuts because there was no answers coming from anyone. So what sort of like, did you have an, like an initial conversation where they asked you what sort of work you want to do and what did they give you any indication of what they could get you into or provide? Yeah, there was that kind of initial meeting that went for all of 10 minutes. I want to be an astronaut. was quite rushed, which is frustrating as a whole to be kind of rushed when you're talking about what you want to do with uh, your because, life. Because it's not funded. Exactly. When they're not getting paid, why do they want you in there? Yeah. But um, I, I got sent to back to Centrelink because they were the only ones that can kind of tick off the box to get employment agencies paid while they help you find a job. After getting put onto Centrelink, I, I went in there in, like straight after my meeting with this job employment service and... Centrelink kind of did the same thing. They put me in the back of their priority list and said, we'll call you as soon as we can and we'll get get you put onto this list so we can actually help you find some work. And I said, well, you know, I'm not going to just sit around my phone. When, when do you think you can call? And they said, you know, it could be anywhere today, two days, two weeks, two months could be any time and that really it really annoyed me and that was about three four months ago and i still haven't had a call that's disgraceful 
So I mean, you understand that coming from Sandlink because uh, not understand it, but at least like at least you can predict it coming from Sandlink because they're, you know, it's government agency. But with the employment agency, that's their that's their job, and they they should be helping you on that pathway to get that done. And I understand things have to be funded, of course they do, but it, you know. And without ragging on them too much, they offered that assistance to say, "We'll we'll meet up." with you and we'll go into Centrelink and we'll sort this out. Right. And we organised a date to meet up and then they avoided my calls that day and just didn't come. Oh. And they said the next week, are we still meeting up? And I said, you know we're meant to meet up last week. So, no, I'm I'm doing my own thing. See you later. Because that, honestly, as a blind person who's genuinely wanting work, that makes you feel so terrible when you keep just getting shunned Insignificant like and small. Yeah. It's just like how it's already like disheartening enough to have to engage with an agency because, you know, the, the, the spectrum of jobs that are open to someone with visual impairment are significantly less than someone without. You're a bother or, you know. Well, it makes you feel dependent. Like yeah, and that's you, the you worst. can't do anything by yourself. You need them to kind of do it for Save you. Save the day for you. And that's just not how it is. And that's kind of what made me decide I nah, I'm I'm going to start I started applying for some jobs and I just met someone recently who really listened to what I had to say and they decided to take me on as a new employee as a reporter which <laughs> it's all this podcasting experience he's had oh <laughs> <laughs> well, I can talk <laughs> I explained, look, look, I I don't have much experience in this. I don't know what I'm doing, and and he has helped me along the way. So it's it's been great, and and now I have a job. So so to explain what this job is, so you're a reporter for what? What do you do? So I'm a reporter now for the news of the area newspaper in Port Stephens. So any Port Stephens listeners out there, look hello. out, hey. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> it's well, with Patrick from News of the Area. No, uh, it, it's been great. Like I, Come on, what's going, some of your highlights? What have you reported on? So I've done a couple of stories now. I I reported on a new kids' book that's coming out. Um, if it's not the Quokkas, I don't want to hear about it, so move on. What else okay, is I'll it? move on. I've done mm. – one of my favourites was a cool story about a, a boy, Jacob, who who's just raised – a heap of cash. He's shaved his head for fundraising for brain cancer in children. It's it was really hey, cool. Nice. That was, it was fun. So did you get to speak with him, or was it sort of did someone else get, do that and then you had through, to put it together through his mum? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's been great. So you doing interviews and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so handy. I'm calling people up or trying to meet up with people when I yeah. can. And that's mad. Yeah. Enjoying it. Yeah. Which I never even considered this as as an option. See, I love that. And that's how I've always ran my entire life. It's just like, it's not about saying yes to everything. It's just like being open to different opportunities that pop up and you go, the things is taking a whole different direction to where you thought you might go before. Yeah. And I love that. I love that so much. It's so, like anyone that I speak to is just laughs when they find out this is what I'm doing. <laughs> He's a journo. <laughs> the most random thing that you've ever said. And I... No, it is because it's the most random thing I've ever done. <laughs> no, it's not. 
It's got to be up there. It's it's up there, but they're all oh, up there. Man. Like Porter. you're a para, Paralympian. Uh, you worked <laughs> yeah. in a ski shop. Like you've done some pretty random jobs. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but no, it's fun, and it's it's way more accessible than I expected. What are you using to write? Um, my iPad. I'm doing everything on my iPad. Just what with app? A pages. Oh, sweet. He's doing pages. Do you use okay. pages. I don't write a lot of documents, so <laughs> I'm no. not like, I don't, yeah, it doesn't come up much, but I know yeah. Pages is very accessible. Pages is great. I don't even know <clears> if I'm <throat> paying for it. I hope I'm not. But I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure it comes free. But you can do Pages and then export it as Word documents, which yeah, is what I do for the actual newspaper. Yeah, sweet. And, that's yeah. so good. Well, congrats on that because that's. Thank you. I mean, now it, I'm a contributing taxpayer. Not to pee in your pocket for a second, but it does say something about your personality and your your ability to advocate for yourself to get work and just in general. Like that's there's something so there's it's a powerful and underrated skill. Yeah. It's about to talk to people and make connections and that's where stuff comes from in like all the uh in so many ways. Like we meet people and, and you connect and I think it's such an important skill for someone that's blind as well. Because we have to advocate for ourselves and prove almost, like, I hate that word, but they have to prove that, like, yes, we're functioning members of society and we can do jobs. Um, give us a shot. And I, I guess that's one of the reasons I, I wanted to talk about the new job tonight is, like, it's it's not easy to just put yourself out there. and God, no. And a lot of the time, like, jobs and things like like opportunities don't just come up from like emails or writing to people or applying for things it's it's going out of your comfort zone and meeting people and yeah and talking it's, about issues or interests and stuff like that getting to know them a bit like because think, yeah. stuff just pops up like that that's how i've gotten jobs in the past which Pretty unconventional. You're one of those but... those people that seem to land on their feet all the time. Like you just be like, oh yeah, and now this happened, and I got a sponsorship through Penfold Wines, and I did this. And I'm like, <laughs> Screw you, man. I think people like... just smell the debt <laughs> coming out of me and go, "This guy needs help. Help, help. This guy needs help. This poor little <laughs> redhead boy needs help." I remember going to try and get gigs back in the day, a million years ago. I went to a bar in New Lambton, and we went in with our crappy demo CD. And I went, it's like, yep, I'll give us a shot, fellas. Because we had a beer with him and stuff and had a chat and whatever. And he's like, oh, I'll give us a shot. And that was like, it was a start. And that's how we got our agency on board and, you know, things sort of happened. It was just like, we're just basically, it's almost like cold calling. It's, it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so many people like, yeah, leave your demo on the table and we'll call <laughs> you. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, wild times. What so, a horrible feeling, though, to... To be putting yourself out there. It's very vulnerable. And rejection is what we all fear. But Hello, please like me. Hello. But, I mean, when it happens, it feels so good. Yeah. It feels so good. So, That's sick, Bat. Nicely done. Nicely bloody done. Thank you. So, as we've spoken about in a past episode, about kind of times it's best to use a guide dog or a cane, I've had some times this week that have <laughs> really put proof to me what what I prefer in certain situations. So 
a funny story. The other day I was um I was in liquor land. <laughs> of course you were. Trying to get trying to get some, some liquor. Some bourbon. <laughs> and I had my cane. Usually I have jester in shopping centres because it's a lot easier to get around. But I had my cane and I was just confidently walking around liquor land. This is another one of the wine knock over the wine bucket incidents. Pretty much. Pretty oh, much. No. no, it's not. I I cut a corner because I was relying on my unreliable eyesight. <laughs> I cut a corner. What could go wrong? And held my cane not the way it's meant to be held. And I just headbutted this metal pole oh. so hard. Oh, just this also Liquorland in the junction. Why do you have a metal pole in the middle of your shop? It doesn't make sense. It's got to hold up. The- doesn't make sense. It's not okay. doing anything. It's not doing anything. Just in the middle. And I'd got a big lump on my eyebrow. doesn't matter. <laughs> and I thought <laughs> that would not have happened with Jester. He would have walked me around that pole. Even if I was getting impatient with him, he would have walked around it. <laughs> But your cane doesn't really get to make that what decision. What was the reaction? I mean, the reaction obviously... was maybe a little bit of cursing, and I any, held my notice? forehead, and M said, "What happened?" I, I said, "I head butted that pole. <laughs> Let's keep shopping," because I was angry. Don't want to talk about it. The guy that was working didn't even notice, but whatever. I, I get so like so furious at myself. Doesn't it make you like... angry? Oh, because like, it's embarrassing. People like, oh my god! There's like a bit of it's like oh, I didn't deserve that. No, you didn't I did not deserve, deserve that. that. Smack on the head for no reason. But it's embarrassing. And it, yes, and, and then, then you the get angry at being embarrassed because you're an adult yeah. who's just headbutted a pole. In I can't public. handle big feelings. And it's it's it is embarrassing. It feels terrible. Oh, and it's okay to have big feelings, but it's not okay to behave that way. <laughs> but it's not okay for dad <laughs> to have big feelings. <laughs> Dad can have big feelings, but he can't take it out on the people around him. <laughs> so so I decided there and then, if I'm going to use a cane in a shop, I need to use it properly. But it is definitely I love that you, what are you, 27? And you just, you, you know. See, for me, I'm just like, I know I'm never going to use my cane properly. I'm always going to be well, terrible it's hard it. to use properly, isn't it? You just it fling is. it around while you're shopping for so, stuff. So and- when I was taught cane skills, it was like, they called in into step or in... In step or something? I can't remember. Anyway, so you take a step with one foot, so your left foot, and the cane's going to be on the right, like on your right-hand side of your body. Then yeah. you arc it to your left when you take the other step. Yeah. I walk really fast. My cane's going, choo, 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 choo. like, I can't do that. i got a sore wrist. Yeah, well, that's why blind people have one jacked arm. Well, that's... <laughs> um. <laughs> no, yeah, so your wrist... <laughs> It's, it is actually quite tough. And when you go for a long walk with a cane, I've noticed it is fatiguing. It's, like it's really worse. hard. It hurts yeah. your wrist. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, All right. I, I think guide dog in shop, for me, is, the is definitely a preference. Have you got an alternative story for the dog versus the dog, yes. dog losers? Yes. This week as well, twice now I've, I've taken walks through a beach over rocky areas to get to a different beach. And the first time this week, because I've, I've been trialling both guide dog and cane. First time this week I did it with my cane. 
and it's effortless. Walking kind of from rock to rock, you can feel it with yeah. the cane. But with a guide dog, is horrible <laughs> walking over rocks. Have you experienced it, Matt? I've never taken Indy onto rocks, I don't think. Yeah. Our relationship's never been on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good, good, good. <laughs> a good joke. But, yeah, I can imagine how that would be. That would be bloody virtually impossible. It's hard, because, like, particularly in a beach situation where the dog's pretty excited and overstimulated yeah, so about everything going around. They're, they're just pulling you. It makes walking on the rocks worse and without guide dog or yeah. cane. Like, it's they're just pulling you now. But if you have a cane, you can you can feel where you want to stand and but that sort of stuff. I've always found Indy to be pretty hopeless, and Stanford too, pretty hopeless at the beach. They're just too excited. Which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can definitely say that I would choose a cane in a situation where you're walking on rocks or different crazy steps and stuff like that is a bit easier. Yeah, like even like um, walking tracks and stuff too. Yeah. I think it's probably easier with a cane. Yeah. Than it is with a dog. Well, you can actually feel it with your arm as opposed to trusting something to lead you that... Yeah, that's right. ...doesn't actually have any lessons of taking something off-road. Well, they're not trained for that sort of thing, really, are they? Like, they're not all-terrain dogs. No. Maybe Um, we need to get some four-wheel drive trained guide dogs. There you go. See? There you go. We've really come up with the goods in this episode, guys. So, guide dogs, if you're listening. Look out. You better be listening. <laughs> um, guys, that about does it for this episode. Um, as always, follow us on Instagram. I hate this bit. I really hate how we have to say this bit, but it's so important because if you follow us and and your support um, really does allow us to do, do this podcast and keep putting it out. So, yeah, hit us, give us a follow. Hit that bell button on Spotify or the follow button on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. And Google. If- if you're Amazon. a new listener, we, we really do want to hear from you on like, we've got Instagram, so message us on there. Yeah. We want to hear messages, voice messages, whatever. Send us some stories, guys. Because otherwise we're going to run out of things to talk about. <laughs> we're not that interesting. You know, if, if you're... We make it to 10 episodes. If, if you're the parent of a blind person, if you're the friend of a blind person, if you are a blind person, just... Hit us up. Hit us even up just, for a even, chat even. Yeah, it's a chat, yeah. That'd be great. It'd be really, really cool to hear from you. And um, more experiences we chat about and people's perspectives makes this a better show. So uh, get in touch. Instagram. We need to get an email address sorted out, Pat. We do. And then we'll whack it on the Instagram. Yeah. Which is notsobad.podcast. www. N-O-T-S-O-B-A-D. Dot P O D C A S T. Until episode five. Bye. Bye. Let's not do that ever again. That's terrible. Oh.